Hello, hello everybody, welcome to Revolution Dove One Radio and part of the Diamond Light and Pearl Ministries, new name, new look. Uh, this is your local Argentinian, Meha, or Rabbi, or High Priest, some people call that, and Minister, Mickey Arrow, or people call me Mickey. Today's news, I just received word... I'm going to quote a scripture here first before I do it. Thou shall not steal and thou shall not bear false witness on people. Why do I say that with a heart? Something come up recently. I said several, several months ago, a little less than a year, the Democrats was going to do something very stupid and it would be revealed. Be Behar, Behar, was her name. She's also known by another name. I'm not going to give that name that I know her by. Has filed a lawsuit on Barack Obama and Biden. Interesting. And Kamala. Uh, the whole Democratic Party, basically. And it's this has continued since 20, 2008 with this lawsuit with Obama and that. This woman... Is very well known. She runs a church. She has four churches, actually, two synagogues and two churches. The two synagogues she sponsored. They're trying to put her down with her church by taxes. This woman pays taxes. She's a 5013C tax exempt. She said something about Biden and Obama back when they were in office together. And they launched an assault on her so hard it hurt her ministry almost. Now she's filing a lawsuit. She lives locally here in Ohio. Um, and she's involved with COSA here. I support her. I think she should do what's right and go after him because they're hurting her. This lawsuit's been going on since 2008, and it's still going on. They, it's went through step by step by step. Now it's coming to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court is in favor of her. So keep her in your prayers. Um, this could very well cook Biden's goose because it could bring treason charges, possibly, what they're doing. Um, it involves his son. It involves Biden. It involves the whole Democratic Party, including Pelosi and a few others, including two well-known presidents. Interesting, interesting to say the least. Um, I'm not going to back down on truth. Uh, the truth sets you free. Um, no matter what I do, I support that. Yes, I'm a uh, Hebrew Roots Movement teacher. Um, I teach in a strategic matter that helps others to understand the concepts in the Bible. Uh, most ministers take it from a standpoint in Christianity that they tr teach the Hebrew in a different matter historically. I teach it grammatically, um, the meanings. So, like Yahuwah in English is God. Yeshua is Jesus, so there's no difference. Many will say that my teachings are wrong. They're not. Um, they're pinpoint accurate. And I stick with that 100%. I study my own Bible and understand what the Son and the Father represent. They are one entity. They're not three different triads. They're one entity that shares a common figure thing. 
my interpretation is Yahuwah Yeshua. Yahuwah or Yehu and Yeshua. That's how I see this one entity. Very few see that. But again, I'm not here to correct, I'm here to teach from the Hebrew perspective. So you can learn, both Christian and Jew, what it means to be a Nazarite. I'm even hated in my own circles, so being a little more stringent, I don't drink, I don't cut my hair, I don't eat grape seed, I don't do any of that. This goes back through the Davidic line. And I'm Davidic line. Um, it's how we are. It's how we'll always be and always will be. That's the tension in the community with people like me because we're one of a kind and there's very few of us. And when one does step forward, it's rare. Most Nazare Nazarene or Nazarite Jews or Nefret as they're called, stays hidden within the Christian community. I've come out to show what I am. You have different standards. I'm Brant, I am a center post between Christianity and the actual Messianic Judaism or Judaism. Uh, I believe the laws are written on our heart, the Bible's written on our heart and mind. Uh, your left side of that still follow lit, written lit, the Aramaic, the Aaronic. Your Christians follow the faith. I do both. I can't have faith without having it written on my heart for understanding. You can't have the Spirit without understanding, which many don't understand. Uh, a person that's spiritual. I'm a spiritualist. Uh, I'm prophetic. Uh, I do have times where the Father responds to me in certain ways. And I carry that through. And sometimes there's a lot of spiritual battling that goes on with me as well with things. And now I'm pretty low-key. I'm drinking cinnamon tea. I love cinnamon chai. Um, if you want to sponsor me, you can. Uh, you just click on the link that I send and it gives you all the stuff that you need to know or later you can contact me by starcross2013 at gmail.com or starcross2013a at meltapriest.com to get my address and phone number. I won't say it here till I get my website up. Uh, eventually I hopefully hope to have a tithing page where you can tithe. Right now it's just one step at a time. I'm switching my ministry over a little bit so people I know can get more involved and more aware. So, I said we was going to do a reading. I read those books. Tonight is a women's devotional series. The Pocket Bible Devotional for Women. We're going to do one or two readings out of it. Not going to be on very long. Because it's 10, almost 11 o'clock. So let's see what tonight's devotional is. Yahuwah will not forsake you. Even if your father and mother abandon me, the Lord Adonai will hold me. And that's Psalms 27.10. Never will I leave you, 
Never will I forsake you. That's Hebrews 13, 5. I will not abandon you as an orphan. I will come to you. That's John 14, 18. Um, oh, oh my Yahuwah, lean down and listen to me. Open your eyes and see your despair. We make this plea not because we deserve help, but because of your mercy. And that's Daniel 9, 18. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted, which is true, and saves the crushed in spirit, or Adonai in this case. Psalms 34, 18. We are depressed on every side. Pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. And that's 2 Corinthians 4, 8 and 9. And it goes on to say, Adonai himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. And that's Deuteronomy 31.8. For three hours it became dark as Yahuwah's beloved called out, My Yahuwah, why have you forsaken me? For the first time, Yeshua and the Father were not one. That's the teaching. I'm going to correct this here. He was one. The Father turned his face away from sin. Well, the Father was on earth, so he was tainted and had to be cleansed. Resting on the shoulders of himself, Yeshua tore the temple curtains so that we could have access to the beyond. Uh, Yahuwah felt never abandoned again. The father tore it as he was his garments out of his clothing or that sadness. The source of life was about to die. So I kind of iterate that, yeah, the Bible's a good teacher. It teaches us the foundations, but a deeper spiritualist figure and reading between the lines of what who the father really was. Hebrew culture teaches the father taught the son. So if he's a father, then the name his mother giving reflects that Hebrew culture and Nazarite belief. I know it's kind of odd because I bridge between both and both I agree with, but yet I don't always agree. <laughs> so it's good to have an agreement and disagree at the same time so just bear with me so we did the women's devotional so i'm going to read a little bit on yeshua listens sarah young it's a devotional of prayers let's see here well we'll start with the first prayer it says, My living Yahuwah, as I begin a fresh year, I rejoice that you are continually working new, new, newness into my life because you are doing a new thing. I must not dwell on the past. I must refuse to let, let last year's disappointments and failures define me or dampen my expectations. This is a day for a fresh start. I know that 
I know there is no limit to your creativity, so I anticipate some loving, lovely surprise in the year that stretches out before me. Adonai, I receive today as a precious gift from you. I realize that this precious moment is where you meet with me. This is the day that you have made. I know you have a careful preparation and prepared it for me with tender attention to every detail. So I have good reason to rejoice and be glad in this day. As I journey along the path of life, I search for signs of your loving presence. I delight in finding the light, light, little blessings you sprinkle alongside my path. Sometimes it surprises surprising places as I discover them. I'm thankful you have reached one. This keeps me close to you and helps me find joy in my journey. In your blessings, blessed name, Yeshua, amen. And Isaiah 43, 18 and 19, these are the verses you can look up. Then Psalms 118, 24, and we will look at these later. Okay, I'm going to cut here for five minutes and then we'll go back and look at these verses. All right, hello, hello. So let's look at Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. Remember you not the former things, neither consider the old things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Will, will you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and a river in the deserts. So we see that. Let's go to Psalm 18. One eighteen. One eighteen twenty-four. This is a day which the Adonai has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Mm. So again, being happy in the outcome of the day. Let's go to 1611. It says, You will show me the path of life in your presence is fullness of joy. And your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. So, I read from my family's Bible. Should I say my grandfather's Bible? So now we have that devotional, and if you want to get the book, you can purchase about anywhere for $11 or less. Jesus Listens is the name of it, and the other one is the Pocket Series. I'm going to put this back over here with my books. I don't want to lose Parsley's papers for college. Now, the newest series is Do, Do It Afraid interesting um, Joyce Myers another good uh, we'll go through the introduction tonight we'll go very far let's see what she has to say fear is everywhere and it's a fact that affects everyone it has been around since the beginning of time and it will be here 
as long as the earth remains. Fear rules every people, many people, but it does not have to be that way. Fear is said to be false evidence of appearing real, and that is an accurate definition because fear is rooted in lies. The devil tells us. When we believe them, fear takes root in our hearts and minds. Although fear will never totally disappear from our lives, we can comfort, confront it, and overcome it. Courage is not the absence of fear. It is moving forward in the presence of fear. Courageous people do what they believe in their hearts they should do, no matter how they feel or what kind of doubt and fear, thought, fearful thoughts fill their minds. If we, to if we were to take time to notice how often we react to people and circumstances as roots in fear, we would be amazed. We would also learn a great deal about ourselves. <clears throat> people can and often do spare their entire lives reacting to situations in ways that prevent them from being the people they truly want to be, never realizing that their lives feel empty because they have allowed fear to dictate their decisions or dreams. In this case, if you are in a room enjoying conversation with a few people, few friends, when suddenly someone joins the group and you immediately feel intimidated, the culprit is fear. The fear may be unreasonable and unreasonable because you may not even know the person. There would be no reason for them to provoke fear in you. When something like this happens, your fear for action may be related to a specific personality trait that reminds you of a person you hurt who hurt you earlier in your life or perhaps a person who intimidated you is better looking or better educated than you are and that makes you feel insecure or there may be no reason at all for you to be afraid expect the devil except that the devil wants to torment you you can feel intimidated for numerous reasons, none of which are related to the other person at all. In such a circumstance, the, wise core, the wisest course of action is to ask God why you react the way you do, and then watch and wait for Him to speak to your heart. The answer may come immediately, or it may take a while. But if you seek to understand yourself, you will find truth, and the truth will make you free. And that's John 8, 32. Let me urge you not, own, not to allow fear to push you around and simply put up with it. Neither should you go through life blaming other people for your misery. Take ownership of your problems and open up your heart to Yahuwah, and he will help bring light into darkness. So, darkness or situations you don't understand. If you can understand fear and how it operates, you can free be free from it. The first part of this book will help you understand fear and recognize how it works in your life.
The second part will help you confront fear. In the third part, you will learn about mindset that will position you for freedom from some of the most common fears people have. I pray that you will read and study this book. You will experience freedom from fear, which is something Yeshua died to give us. While fear is understandable, under certain circumstances, earthquakes, hurricanes, fires, viruses, and other situations, being afraid does not change the experience the enemy uses to make us afraid. Fear will never make circumstances better, but it will rob us of our strength to deal with them and of our ability to think clearly in the midst of them. Apostle John wrote, Fear hath torment. 1 John 4, 18. And even when feeling afraid is understandable, it does nothing but torment us. Fear is the devil's favorite tool in toolbox to scheme of schemes. He, he just to steal, kill, and destroy. Yahuwah would plan for us, John 10, 10. He, he used it to prevent our progression in every area of our lives. He uses it to hold us back, to get us to run away from things we should confront, and simply to cause us emotional suffering. People allow fear to control them for, for varying degree, but we can decide not to let it control us at all in any area of area for Yahuwah will give us a spirit, not of fear, but of power, love, and self-control. And that's 2 Timothy 1, 17. So, there is our first part of our book reading. I'm going to say adieu. Happy Hanukkah. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Pray for the peace of Israel. And pray for the people in our nation, not our current governments. I don't pray for them. I don't give them prayers when they're sheep, wolves in sheep's clothing. And I'm going to say adieu and shalom to you. And God bless. Goodbye.